Hello. I've never done one of these introductions before. Usually when I do a podcast, I just kind of jump right in and I let the guests do the explaining for themselves. But I figured that since this is the 10th episode of Moderation, the podcast, I figured that a little introduction would be nice to give you an idea of the person I'm sitting across from. Today, I traveled to some unknown town, um, <laughs> and I sat down with Miss Neva, who was my teacher since first grade all the way up until eighth grade. So, you can imagine that this woman has dealt with me for a long, long time. And she understands me very well. Um, and she's seen me grow. So I hope that this episode gives you an insight um, into how amazing of a person she is. And into our relationship. Enjoy. Right now. I might have some downstairs. Eh, it's okay. Yeah, sure. No need for the extra. But okay. yeah, one one day I'll like have a little studio and I'll have those nice little boom arms that like you can move and swivel and just like have them hold because that sounds like luxury. <laughs> 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 so yeah, because this is like, it's like, I, I mean, I don't want to say this is a passion for me, but this is like, this is fun. Like it's fun to sit down with like your friends and I mean, whether or not you like get fucked up or just talk, it's like, it's great. Like in yeah. any way. So yeah. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is special. It is special. Very special. It adds like something to the conversation. It's it, yeah. it's intangible in a way. Yeah. You know what we, what we could do is we could have, we could have more of these conversations and invite. Yeah, and like different your, people. Different people. Yeah, and that's why this thing has two other mic things. Yeah. So you can have two so more people. So you can people. have four people. And I just got like a head splitter, uh, headphone splitter for like five, so wow. I can put as many people as I need or four is the max, but. It's nice to have that extra room for more people because more people makes it more fun. I mean, it's quicker, it's easier. We could do this for Waldo. Yeah, it's fun, right. and I cannot wait to like edit this and like I'm gonna send this to everybody from Waldorf because I think they'll love it. You know, it's like it's like where are they now? Type of thing. <laughs> well, as long as we invite them for a further conversation, yeah, it doesn't have to be about Waldorf, but what we can uh, say is that yeah. that's how we started. Right, exactly. It's like how we know each and, other. Oh my gosh, we could talk about memories, some I interesting know. memories at some point. I know. But, you know, that is probably private. Uh, I don't know. It's whatever whatever some the person's it. willing to share. Like, sometimes, like on the last podcast, what I did is like I went through and I got rid of all the names and like all like the locations yeah. and yeah. all those things that like actually do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I guess bring people, like, you know, expose people in a way. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. But if we want to expose that, that's another that's okay. way of looking at it. That's okay. Like yeah. Really like it's, it's up to the person, like exactly. whatever they're comfortable with. Cause I tried getting my mom on here Yeah. and she just does not want to do it. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's like, she feels like what you said, like we'll talk about things that are private or something Yeah. or if like she just doesn't like her own voice uh-huh. or something. I don't know what it is. I want her on it cause she's like my mom and I think it could be really fun. Right. You know, and we don't really have a lot of long conversation that we do like from time to time. But it's usually I feel like the long conversations with me and her, it's like when I like break down or have like a bad day or something. But I think if you make them 
private first. Yeah. And let her decide right. what she wants to She'll probably let out. Like, she yeah. would do it. Right, exactly. Just promise her that they stay private right. until she says okay. Right. That's what I got to do. Because I, 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 I think that's a mistake I've made up until now is I've told her like, yeah, this is going on Spotify. Like, this is going on there. Because that's like, it's so fun for me to like publish it, you know? And like, it's like, it's like a little portfolio of mine. And of it's course. like, it feels so special. I love this. I listen to a lot of radio. Uh-huh. And I've also learned that if I need to remember something, yeah. if I hear it, I remember it. Uh-huh. Not always when I read it. Yeah, so, I could see that. Can you see that? It's a, That's interesting. I mean, maybe like you're just better at paying attention to what you hear than what yeah. you see. Yeah. Or if I write down things, I, oh, yeah. then I remember. Then it really yeah. sticks. Yeah. Right. That's why notes are so How important in class. Um. I think like just talking about it with someone is super awesome because like I would go to office hours for like physics and stuff and we would just like argue about like the problem and like even if I was wrong like it Mm -hmm. I would walk away feeling like because I would like I would like when you talk about something like if you don't know what you're talking about you're gonna Mm -hmm. run into a problem like Mm -hmm. your logic's not gonna hold the Mm -hmm. whole way so um definitely talking and definitely doing so listening also Listening, and doing yes, it. doing it is probably yeah. is probably yeah. more for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. take my sweater off. Okay. Good. So yeah, I learned that way. I don't know if you could tell from the eight years that you taught me, but I oh, think... definitely, yeah, definitely. And you know, um, what I've learned over the years is that. 10 minutes sitting is a long time. Yeah. And then you got to do something. Yeah. Right? So I had the perfect, I guess, personality and a perfect diagnosis, ADD myself. Oh, really? I do. So because I have it, you I didn't s- have the attention span. You can span. see it in other people. I didn't ha- oh, no. I didn't have the attention span uh-huh. to stick 20 minutes to one thing. And that worked with the kids like you. Huh. Or all of kids. I didn't know that. I... My no, par- I didn't either. Yeah. I only learned it just recently. Oh, really? No, yeah. My parents got me tested for ADHD yeah. like a couple times. Yeah. I it was during the time I was at Waldorf. They took me I remember the moment like it happened like I, my dad took me to this thrift store and I was like, "Dad, like where are we going?" He's like, "We got to stop here and buy some stuff, but we're going to take you to school and get you tested." I was like, uh okay and they took me to like this big public school yeah and it was like super intimidating this lady like asked me all these questions yeah. but i didn't have it so but violetta does you didn't have it i didn't have it but violetta does which wow. is so surprising because i was i was like crazy when i was young so you were just i was just high energy high energy yeah oh my goodness yeah i have the same kind as violetta uh-huh. as the inattentive yeah you know not the hyper but she doesn't love school she doesn't i don't think so i like i think she's okay with it like she knows she has to do it and so she's made her peace with it but i don't think like she looks forward to it did you um i wasn't i wasn't like excited to learn but like i was excited to go to school because there was like uh, yeah of course that that's a big deal and i can imagine if with zoom university or school like that was gone so the motivation must have been really lacking with a lot of your students yeah i mean yeah my students were still young and good right 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 but i can see they adapt really well i guess they do yeah did you do um breakout rooms i didn't have to because they were you know they were so young 
and I had them, you know, one-on-one in separate times. I didn't need to teach them the whole thing. How big was the class? It was uh, 16. Okay. You know? Yeah. And um, we were doing everything together when we were together, and then I had them in, you know, one-on-one. Right. Were the hours for school still the same? Like eight no. to three? I no. was going to say, like, that no. seems like a lot of time to be at a computer. No, no. Yeah. No, we shortened them a little bit, like for until lunchtime and then. Oh, you know, wow. That yeah. sounds kind of nice, honestly. Yeah. But it was, I much rather stay in person. Oh, yeah. Free. I saw, actually, <laughs> me and Ryan visited Walder's, the Walder School recently, and we saw all the tents in the back. Yeah. Like you guys literally had your yes. classrooms outside. You know what was fun last year? What? I like teaching outside. I like being outside. It seems outside. fun. And now it was like, yeah, go outside. So right. we would walk in the conservation land and play games uh-huh. there. And then we never ate inside. Uh-huh. So even when it was snowing, we had these styrofoam kind of things that uh-huh. we sat on. They were warm. Oh. I collected those from somebody's trash. Rain shine. Always outside. Wow. And then it became like a second nature. And, and they just didn't even think twice about it, like no. whether it was cold, hot, wash, or whatever. Yeah, no. Yeah. Wash hands. Maybe it was poor, if it was pouring rain and it was, you know, everybody would get soaked. Right. We had to then eat in auditorium six right. feet apart. But then, you know, nobody can say a word. Right. And it was sort of like a game. How so? You know, it, because... And it was like a survival uh-huh. kind of. How you so? Know, you go outside and you. Oh, just you're just out it, in nature. You just make it happen. Right, you don't know what's gonna happen, and yeah. you just make it work. Yeah. That's kind of special, honestly. Yeah. I feel like I would have enjoyed that. Like you just go to school and you're like, "Well, it's snowing today, so I guess we're just gonna we make that lo- work." We did a lot of sledding. We did a lot of, you know, building snow uh, forts, uh-huh. and it was all acceptable. Oh, that's because so nice. Because we had to be outside. That's the Waldorf education yeah. for you in a nutshell. Yeah. What do you think sets apart the Waldorf education from um, public school? Because I like in my head, like looking back on it, it just seems more like artsy. I don't know. Is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I, maybe we shouldn't talk about that. No, I think it was a good thing. Way. I think what it is... Um, I haven't been teaching in this country in a public school a lot, but what I think is that, yes, we have more hands-on right. subjects. We have more music. Right. We're more, yeah, you're going to say arts. We have science too, but the science was also like a starting from the experiment right. rather than starting from the concept. Right. And I think that those things stand out a lot. That's and cool cuz then they then they're curious. Yeah. yeah. And we have movement every day right. these days. You with me? Either you with me or movement or gym right. or um you know. So I think that is super important because right. I think the more we learn, the more we learn that you learn the best when you move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Best. And that's important also, you know for your brain development right 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 Mm -hmm. lets you be a kid for a little bit longer yeah and all those well but it's it's more than just being a kid all the ball exercises and all the exercises that madame steiner used to do Uh they called you know i forget extra lesson like you you throw the ball with one hand you catch it with another or juggling or things like that right 
That was so fun. Like circuit. It was like circus class. Yeah. That was so fun. Yeah. But they also, you know, build your brain. Right. She taught me how to ride a unicycle during Spanish. Yes. And like at the end of the year, like I would literally just not go to Spanish. Like she would teach me a little bit and then she'd just go teach me how to ride a unicycle. And at the end of the year, she bought me a unicycle. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have it. It's like hanging in my, I haven't used it in so long, but I, it's, it's still there. So were you alone with her? Uh, yeah, it was me. It was just me and her. Feel free to take those off if you feel like the cord is caught up. Yeah, it was just me and her. Um, it was, I thought it was so weird that like I was just like not with the class. Actually, I think, I think I remember thinking that it was cool. I was like, yeah, like I don't have to go to class. Like I'm doing something else. And it was, I did learn Spanish, but it was like, it was honestly more minimal because I don't think I really needed to learn. I mean, I, there was things I needed to learn, but like not really though. So it was just well, nice that she taught me something well, else. You were fluent. Yeah. And my grammar was weak-ish. Like I I didn't know some of the rules, but I could read and write enough that someone who spoke Spanish could understand what I was like talking about. So yeah. I think it, it kind of took a bit of a backseat when I was with her. Like I was like, I did a little bit yeah. to satisfy the requirement. And then right. the rest of the time I was just like learning to ride a unicycle. <laughs> it was like just me and her in a gym alone. It was like, it was super special. It was a good time. I'll tell her tomorrow. Yeah, she'll love that. <laughs> she will love it. I know. I know. She always gets the kids who need it the, the most. Uh huh. She's so good at that. She's coached me. So now I can do, you know, in with whole class. What, what kind of does. things has she taught you? Um, she gives me exercises that we do with the kids. You know, a lot of work with the ball, like you have a big hoop and you throw through and you go get it. Right. But their skills, skill building and coordination mm. and cooperation, right? teamwork. Those are so important. And those are so important, right? It's like half of engineering. Like when Is you solve it? problems, it's like you're working with, a, like, I think the idea that you're an engineer alone working by yourself is like the most false thing ever. Like you have to have a team like always. Uh-huh. So you need to be able to like have an idea put out there. And then if uh-huh. other people don't like it, it's like, uh, I guess not. We'll just go with what the team wants, you know, and like be willing to just sacrifice something of your own for the team. Like those things are so important. So it's all about communication. Yeah, very true. And like compromise and like learning to just like put the team first and not you. Wow. Because there's like, I feel like I have a lot of pride. Like I feel like I want to do things on my own, like uh-huh. just by myself, like build something from scratch, from nothing without anybody's help. Like what there's do you some, want to build? I don't know. Like, I wanted to like do like a an electric skateboard or something like that. Like just little things that like it was just me. Like uh-huh. I didn't buy the parts already made. Like there's something there's some sort of pride that comes with building something like and it's just you. It's like you don't depend on anybody. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's good to do that, but I remember my teacher told me it's like like you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Like it's okay to use other people's work and work with other people. Like that doesn't make you like a worse engineer. It makes you more resourceful and mm-hmm. really a better engineer. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's good that Miss Steiner teaches those things. Like they're they're good skills. Better yeah. than like learning to test take, which is oh, not yeah. necessarily like it's useful oh yeah to an extent. Like it helps you in college. But yeah. after that, I don't know how much I don't know how important test taking is in your current life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But um yeah. So the other thing that I teach yeah. consciously these days, right. which leads to what you're talking yeah. about right now, is um, really the communication. And it really happens when there's a conflict. You know, the 
you get to talk your truth and the other person gets to talk their truth. But it doesn't stop there with the apology like we used to do. It's like, how do you feel about it? Once you get the feeling, it doesn't stop there. It's like, what do you need? What do you need? Some people need apologies. Some people need, you know, for you to promise you don't do that again. Or some people need something else. But when you go that far, then and you learn that your needs being are being met, then you trust that you can communicate. And right. if you are, even in your job and, right. and your career, if you know how to communicate, it, you can do anything. Right. Right? Right, because you can you can get things done with people like you can communicate you can be vulnerable. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. And that's like so important. And in any yeah. relationship. And oh close my god. Relationships too. Oh my god. Because right? to like have something you're like insecure about and to just like throw it out there and just like let it all hang loose, which I love that term. Um, yeah, is too. like so it takes like a little bit of courage but it's like it's really important because then you're on the same page with the person even if that's something that the other person doesn't want to hear like they know where your head's at and that's like so important are you talking about telling letting yourself hang or the other person like or? i guess like what you're saying like you you like tell other people what you need or like yeah. like basically making other people know what it is that you need to feel like i don't know whatever it is that you need and that's like, cause it's, it's, it's like hard to say those things sometimes, mm -hmm. um, just cause you don't want to be ju judged or, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. You must've learned so much from kid. Like, like thinking about it, cause you've gone through how many cycles you've oh gone through K God. from K through not nah, from like first to, to eighth grade. How many times have you done that cycle? First through eighth. Yeah. <laughs> I've done twice. Uh huh. But then I picked up six, seven, eight. Right. Then I picked up one, gr only eighth grade. Right. And now I'm again. This is my third one. Oh my god, that's incredible. I don't know. It's <laughs> crazy. I think it's so special, and that's something that's different from about Waldorf. Is like, yeah. you stick with them through the whole journey. Mm -hmm. So like, you see them change, and you like build oh, a real yeah. relationship, and that is yeah. so special. Oh yeah, and you know what? You don't give up on people that you work on hard. Right. That is so. That is so special. Right. And usually the kids who need the most work, you get the closest. Right. You right. Because you have to give them attention. You're like, all right, this yeah. is not going to work. we yeah. got to figure something out. Yeah. Einstein's over there. <laughs> <laughs> Einstein's saying my turn to talk. <laughs> Where's my microphone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he gets loud sometimes. Yeah. So talk about the, the feeling about... Um, the choice about going to college or uh -huh. not, or not i think that's an oh, interesting yeah. topic for us to talk about yeah especially now because i think a college education is is not what it used to be mm -hmm. because i don't know how long ago i don't know where the, it switched but like at some point it changed from being something that like gave you a huge advantage mm -hmm. to something that just got you through the door like everybody else mm -hmm. like you were special to have a college degree back then but now it's like you're just another person with a degree so it's like mm -hmm. you're it's weird because it, it, it means so much less to have a college degree but it's so much more expensive mm -hmm. so sometimes i really i like really question like whether or not like because i kind of just jumped into it so like i don't i i don't regret it at all like i've learned so many great things but it's interesting to think about like like 
I feel like people think they need it mm-hmm. to be able to have the success in their field. And in some in some ways, you probably do. Like, I don't know, in some fields, whatever it is, like maybe engineering or something. But um, I don't know. Like, can you just succeed without it? You know, is there a roadblock if you don't have bachelors? I think I think it's really just the piece of paper, because I can tell you that like every student who graduates like like okay there's people who like really learn things and they really intend to keep them and really yeah. treasure that but mm-hmm. from the language i hear around me it's like oh like fuck this class oh like i can't uh-huh. wait to just be done and forget about everything and then like uh-huh. like people are doing it to pass and mm-hmm. not because they treasure the knowledge or they care about their fields like it's, but they don't feel like they are learning yeah they just do it to memorize it and to just pass and literally just get the piece of paper it's it's all about the piece of paper oh imagine that yeah and ever and like i'm going to like i'm going to like i know things about engineering like i've learned a lot of good things but mm-hmm. i i'm still completely inexperienced like i don't think school really prepares you like in some ways it does because there's projects and so they've adapted in good ways but it's interesting to think about i mean i don't know what you think well i've been hearing that um there are companies like ibn and now who are hiring people who just want to become like apprentice oh that's awesome google's doing that too google's doing that too and they don't require oh, a degree but this awesome. is the way it used to be in you know in europe remember you know in spain if mm-hmm. you wanted to uh, acquire a trade you would become an apprentice right and that way you just uh, learn straight from learn the craft. straight from the craft And I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah, because in school, like, like it's important knowledge, but it's detached from the craft. Yeah. And so, it t- like it's another piece. It's a whole other piece to actually apply the knowledge. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have the knowledge, but you don't really understand the ways it's used and mm-hmm. like how it actually works. Yeah. So you're kind of missing out on that little piece. So if you if you were able to change yeah. the system, how would you do that? It's funny because I actually wrote a paper about this. Did you? Yeah, I took this course on like civil duties and stuff yeah. like that. I think that I think that it would be really good if if you could just like if there was just more freedom, like you could just do what you wanted. So like right now you pick something and you have to take certain class, like for engineering, that's what it is. You pick a, a thing and you have mm-hmm. to take 135 credits and it's like 80% decided for you. But it'd be cool if you got to school and you could, it was like a playground. Mm-hmm. Like you could literally just like, I don't know, go on a website and like see everything that they offer, like, and just go straight to everything like learn from teachers like find teachers to, like learn from and like just use the resources i like i think what makes colleges great is like all the stuff they have uh-huh. like my school has this massive machine shop with tons of like cnc machines and 3d printers and amazing tools you could build literally anything you can think of and they they can provide the materials mm-hmm. so they have all these like amazing resources but it's hard to take advantage of it because you're so busy with schoolwork Like you're always worrying about school. It's always hanging over your head. So there's kids that know that they should go above and beyond and they make time for those things. But 80% of the kids, they just, they get just hanged down by the work. And so they don't actually end up using those resources that are like really how you learn. And like, uh-huh. so I, I, I don't know. I It's tough because like, if you just let kids do what they want, then you'll have people saying 
like they're just going to fool around and they're just not going to do what they're supposed to. But I don't know. I think you should trust kids more with what they want. Like I, I don't think that they're just going to mess around necessarily. I mean, if they're really just dicking around, then like there should be people that like supervise and like see, make sure that they're just not like wasting their time. But it sh- they should be given more of the responsibility of their own education rather than having it like fed to them you know because mm-hmm. who's to say like because i remember I, I sorry i'm going on a rant go ahead go ahead um but i remember seeing this thing about steve jobs and he like dropped out of school mm-hmm. and so when he had all this free time he would mm-hmm. just go to the classes that he cared about and he took like these random courses like calligraphy and like he ended he took a couple of computer things which obviously applied to him later mm-hmm. in apple but like the calligraphy like helped him a ton with like a lot of like i don't know what he said it was it was like the font and the way that they like design like the user interface of like their devices and it's like you never know how the knowledge you learn is going to come into play so Mm -hmm. just let them do what they want and like just trust that they'll that it'll like somehow magically come together it sounds so like naive but i think there's like so much to that you know so it's a topic that i'm like very heated about because it's just and it's a waste of time because like kids could be helping people like uh-huh. you could put them just like straight to work, like let them pick what they want to do and just have them go help like a, f- a homeless shelter or or like some company that needs help with this or that. And they could actually be of use to society and learn at the same time straight from the craft, which is like the best way to learn. But when you have them in school, like they're learning, but they're not actually helping anybody. And it's not as useful knowledge, you know. So you're talking about college level, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, or earlier? I don't know. I think college probably. Or high school already? I think college mainly because college just has so many more resources. Mm-hmm. Like they just have so much stuff. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So you can't choose your courses? You, I get four courses out of 135 credits. Uh-huh. Sorry, I, I'm mistaken. There's a thing called the hub. So, the, so I'm, every semester I take four classes and one of those classes is a hub. And... So I get to pick from a range of like random courses that like could interest me. But the problem is, is each course has to fulfill like three requirements. And so there's only like one or two courses that fulfill that. So it's like you don't actually get to pick anything like they it's really just decided for you. And so you end up just 90 percent of the stuff is just picked for you. And then you get four courses where you actually get to pick what you want, Uh you know. Um, But then if you want to like minor in something, then it's again decided for you. So it's there's just no freedom which is just such a shame, but, you know. I so, know. Um, is there more freedom after you get your bachelor's and then if you go to master's, is there more freedom there? That I don't know. I because see. I am not at that level. Because that could be the case, that there might be Right, because... I don't know. Because maybe, like, master's uh-huh. people, like, they just, like, find a professor yeah. and they just, like, work with them or something yeah. and they take, like, less classes. I don't yeah, know how it works. that might be something you want to explore. Yeah. Unless, I mean, Yeah. If you want to go keep going, but I don't think I do. I, I think I'm done with school. Yeah, yeah. Or you go to Spain to grad school. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I want to know what I want more certainly before I put more money into it. Yeah, definitely. Because um, right now engineering is like I'm fairly certain I want to do it, but I need I need some good like five six years in like different areas just to see really see like what it's about. So, what kind of jobs would you be doing? Um, I don't know. I see myself doing more like civil engineering oriented mm-hmm. jobs. This is what I've been telling everybody for the past like couple of weeks. Um, so probably 
it would be really cool to be an urban planner uh-huh. um, and like help design cities in more intelligent ways so that yeah. people behave more sustainably and use less cars and like all those types of things that, you know, like contribute bad things to the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I'm also very fascinated with like planning, but more on like things like power grid, like very large scale things like that, mm-hmm. or water infrastructure, just like very key components to like things we need, mm-hmm. but that, but looking at it at a very large scale mm-hmm. and seeing if there's ways of improving it at that large scale. Because I think when you build these systems, like a lot of towns, they build their own things, like their own water infrastructure, their own mm-hmm. sewage systems, and there's not a lot of communication and so mm-hmm. I think looking at it, things from like a very, very large scale, you can like start to see it's like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. Like this is over here, but then people have to do this to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Yeah. What I would like to see yeah. is I would like to see all the power lines on Gone. the ground. Yeah. And they're, they're terrible. Like trees can like, it's just waiting yeah. to be knocked down. Yeah. But also, you know, I think it it would be um, economical in long time, long, you know, long period. If right. they're underground, they're less like likely they would last to longer. break. They would last longer. Right. They would be hopefully more efficient. Right. Yeah. It'd be cool if we had like wireless power at some point, but I don't know if we'll ever do that. How would that affect people's health? Ah, uh, that's a great question. I don't know. I I don't know enough about physics to understand either. that. When we were when we were yeah. you and I were in first grade, yeah. we had these people who thought that because they had the cell towers in uh, fallen church that they right. were harming you guys right imagine that i know now everything is wireless i know you can't go anywhere without i mean yeah and your you phone have to go is to just a very like, rural area very true yeah and your phone is just constantly beep 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 beep, beep, beep like yeah. constantly and i sleep with my phone next to my face Uh oh. so it's interesting to think about because i mean there's no way it doesn't have an effect like it's like energy just like constantly pulsing around you uh-huh so I, I can't imagine that it doesn't affect you, but we haven't really understood how, because it affects bees. Like bees, I think are like very in tune with like electromagnetic radiation. Mm-hmm. And so we, we tamper with that, like nobody's business, like with like 5G and like all these amazing like wireless technologies and Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and like all these crazy things. Like uh-huh. it's got to mess with it in some way, you know? Like so much of the stuff we depend on is just up in the air. Right. It's just interesting to think about. But nobody really understands it deep enough to know the actual effect, you know? Because it, does ha- it doesn't like hurt, like visibly hurt you. Uh-huh. Like we've lived okay so far. So far, right? So far, yeah. Right. Right. We don't know. That's scary, is it? Well, but there's always something unknown. There is. I just read, I'm... Listening to this book called Brain, uh-huh. and uh, you know they were saying the last thing I listened to, which was only like a couple minutes the other day, was that we, as human beings, can relate, you know, closer to the people who lived like eight hundred years ago than the next three generations. Huh? That's how much. Like it changes faster. That's how fast things are changing. Right. Like when your grandfather, your grandchild is in a com- could be pot- potentially in a very different place, unless we start, 
you know, protecting ourselves and our life. Right. It's very true, though. Things do change faster and faster. Yeah. Imagine. Did we have cell phones already when we were in school? Um, Wasn't the first one who had a cell phone? Was he? Oh, you mean, are you talking about? Wait, are you talking about? No. You're in different class for some. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, okay. The iPhone. We had the iPhone. The first iPhone came out in 2007. Okay. Which means I was seven, which is second grade. Okay. So the class before, when they were in eighth grade, Uh we didn't even have cell phones. Yeah, they weren't. It was still like yeah, like it was probably flip phone. Yeah, it was a flip phone and or like the ones with the antenna. Yeah, and somebody had one in eighth grade. That was Uh the first one. He he must have been like the talk of the class. Like yeah, yeah I got a phone. Yeah, I can call anybody. It's like who are you gonna call? Like none of us have phones. To the grandfather <laughs> <Yeah>. or grandmother. <laughs> yeah, that's Pick it. Pick me up. <laughs> Just gonna call your grandma. Oh, it came in when you were in second grade. That's right. Yeah. See how time is interesting. You know, it all sort of it becomes fluid. Mm. How so? You know, like, why wouldn't I remember that iPhones came when you were in second grade? Right. I'm thinking about you being in the older class. Mm. Because it's like, I think it's because, like, it happened when, I, I think that when you're younger, like, those, like, you remember those things more vividly because they mm-hmm. have more of an impact on you. Yeah. Um. So, like, you were already an adult. So, it was just kind of like another thing that right. just kind of comes. It's like another crazy thing, yeah. you know? That's another interesting thing is like, it's like, uh, there's like this window of time um, when you're like growing up where Uh like something happens that just is like the moment and it just like anchors. Like for some people it was 9-11. Yeah. And for us it was probably COVID. For younger generations it was probably COVID. I mean, it was COVID for everyone. But like every, every like young person has like this window where like their life during that time like really really shapes who they are much more than the latter parts of their life Mm -hmm. which is just very interesting to think about you know because like older people tend to be more conservative you know because like when they were young that those those were probably more the values that were more popular and more common in general but now being republican is like you're like it's you're like literally a social pariah. Like in some parts here, like if like if you say the word Republican, like girls would just be like, ew, like gross. Like literally it's, and it's just like, it's crazy. Like us now, like, like being Republican is so terrible. Mm. You Do know? you know anybody who is Republican? I, I don't. You don't? I don't care that much about that. Like, yeah. it's just crazy to think about. Like it, it's such a hot topic that like, it really, it can be a deal breaker for people. Like they won't want to even get to know who you are because of how you think of the world. Why would you say that the first, oh, oh no, up. but if of they course find out, it comes like, up. of course it comes up, like of in course. one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just interesting to think about. Huh. Yeah. I know some Republicans that I actually like as people mm-hmm. and I think they, their values are more like old Republican values, not their, recent president's values mm. they're more sort of like um you work more like i want to say lutheran <laughs> what is that what is that lutheran yeah. like it's like you work hard yeah and you pay your own right way. like it's individualistic it's individualistic like you know 
you don't you bec- you're an independent you're right. financially independent you work hard you you know don't take any and the government doesn't mess with the things that you take like you work for the yeah. things you have and they stay out yeah. of it yeah like, I, I understand so. that. I mean, maybe I'm off on that. No, no, no. I yeah. don't think so. I think if you're a truly a Republican and you are a kind person, it's a different kind of feeling to me right. than if you are a Republican who is like, um, like the billionaires who won't take wage- wages so that right. they don't have to pay taxes. Right, right, right. It's like it's a that's disgusting game. to me. Right, and then. You know, firefighters and nurses pay all the taxes right. because they earn salary. Right. So that's those are the interesting things, right? Yeah. So it's a deal breaker these days. That it is, is like if you go, I don't know if you've ever been on like dating apps, but no. girls will literally put like s- like swipe right means don't 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 like me if you're Republican. Wow. Like it's it's just so like clear that they don't even want anything to do with it Uh it's crazy it it makes me really angry why uh what makes you angry i it it doesn't make me angry it just gets me heated like because i think like i want to like phrase this right like i think like being liberal and in the sense of like what it mean like what people like what young people value these days is being accepting uh-huh. and and that's what makes it great it's like oh like we like don't judge anybody like we love everybody like everybody gets equal rights like all these like great values that mm-hmm. are are great mm-hmm. but then they're not willing to have a conversation with somebody that believes something that they don't believe in like at all like they don't even want to hear it and that's like the most that's like the highest form of hypocrisy in my eyes you know i it because like my friends from high school are very liberal mm-hmm. as are most people from lexington yeah and the northeast um and like they'll like gossip about somebody who like posted like a blue lives matter thing or something they'll be like oh like like whatever it is like oh my god he's such a terrible person like why would he ever say anything like that like and so it's like why wouldn't the blue lives matter what? if they are so liberal shouldn't that be included yeah i mean i i understand it because yeah. it's like a reaction to black lives matter of course you know and that's that kind of takes away from black lives matter and yeah. i understand it but it's just does it take away yeah i think i think so but it's, Tell me it's why. tough because like the whole point of Black Lives Matter is like you're just trying to bring attention to police brutality, and if you're saying Correct. Blue Lives Matter, it's like it's it can be interpreted as saying like, like, yeah, but like, it's like you, it's like yeah, but like also the cops, like they're also important, and it kind of like steers attention away from it, or it's uh-huh. like all lives matter. Mm-hmm. And I a good analogy that I I like to use is like it's like if a house was burning down, yeah, like you wouldn't call the fire department to every house and be like, look, all houses matter. Like just spray water on all the houses. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you'd, you'd spray water on the burning house Mm -hmm. because that's the one that needed the most. And Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So like, I understand the reaction movement of it, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, it's just terrible. Like they don't even want to talk to them at all. And like, they just judge them so harshly. Like they Mm -hmm. think they truly think that like, they're a terrible person, like a horrible human being hmm. because like they like, 
because they believe in something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they really make this this, this valuation on their character hmm. that is just not at all. Like, they, and most of the time they haven't even talked to these people. Like, like when they gossip about other people, it's like they never even talk to them. Like, it was a kid on my football team, mm-hmm. and like he was like always so nice to me. And he like I was I used to be kind of a sad high school kid, and he would come to me. He's like, dude, like hold your head up high. Like, why are you like looking so sad all the time? And he mm-hmm. was just super nice and like straightforward and honest. Mm-hmm and like respectful mm-hmm. you know and then i just hear them talking like crap about them like oh this kid's like horrible like he said this thing like like he's a terrible human being you know and it's like you didn't it, you've like literally never spoken to this person ever like at all and you're saying these things mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that just kind of gets me riled up mm-hmm. um, hey rightfully so yeah and it doesn't fix the problem like what fixes the problem is talking to the people not shutting them out there we go yeah so it doesn't get anything done when you just like shit on people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know how you feel about that. It's, it's, it's touchy and, and you don't even want to talk about it because like you don't want to offend anybody, you know? Isn't that sad that you can't talk Can't even talk about, about it. it. But, uh, you know, we go back to the same thing we started with. You know, communication is key. If you, you know, before you judge, you go and talk to them, get right. to know them. Who are they? How are they really living this life? It's not easy. And you don't know the full story. You don't know the full story. And once you start cutting people off because of their affiliation or their job, then where does that lead us? I mean, that separates us. Indifference. Again, indifference again, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. This is tough. It is. I think this is more, I th- maybe it's because also we, the word travels so much faster uh-huh. that it's it's harder to Can, you know, sort of keep up and it's harder to... Um, get the full story. Yeah, maybe. I, I understand know. that. Yeah, because people hear one thing and they just react so quickly. Yeah. And before you know it, it's got like 10 million likes on something. It's incredible. Wow. It's ridiculous. It spreads like wildfire. Wow. Yeah. What kind of things spread? Get like 10 million? I mean, (sighs) that might be exaggeration, but what kind? 10 million is like, like, I don't know. It depends what platform you're talking about. Like, like some YouTube videos get like 125 million views. Like, that's a third of of our country that I think about that sometimes and it's just like, wow. Like some, some influencers, some people who like have platforms, they have over 130 million followers. And who are these people? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> are they political? <laughs> no. Have you heard of TikTok? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, There's yes. this dancer named Charlie yeah. D'Amelio. Oh, yeah. And she has like 100 and oh, I want to say like 128, 130, but that's wow. literally a third of a country. Uh-huh. Like to have that much attention on you is just so amazing. Would you like that? Uh, no, I would not like that. <laughs> I don't think I would like that at all. I don't think I could handle that kind of pressure. They, they People hold celebrities, like being a celebrity is tough always because people hold you to this standard. Like they like love you mm-hmm. because you're like this amazing person who like does this or that. And so people idolize you. And so then when they find out you've done something that's like basically human, but like that doesn't live up to that standard, they like shit on you. And now with the internet, it's like 
you aren't just being shot on by people on the street. You're being shot on by 125 million people. Mm-hmm. That is so much hate. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know if I would be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I could see, I could, yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah. But it comes with a lot of perks. You're rich. People love you, I guess. And you have a platform to stand up for what you believe in. So do you get money if you get more likes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because attention TikTok. attention is what brings in money. Like, that's what advertisers care about. Like, uh-huh. they just want to be seen so that they could sell more things. Uh-huh. And so if you have 125 million people looking at you and you put a Dunkin' Donuts ad out, mm-hmm. it's going to bring in so much money, like, for a company. So mm-hmm. attention is what brings in money. Mm-hmm. Like, Or you wear a shirt and certain shoes or yeah shirts whatever or it is it's unbelievable uh-huh. yeah huh. yeah so what do you think about those people who then follow all that and then unconsciously buy the advertisements what do you mean what do you mean unconscious? it's like i mean you see dunkin donuts does that make you go and get some dunkin donut products mm. i think it affects you more than you think yeah yeah i think so because like You'll like, like, even if it's a brand you don't care about, uh-huh. especially if it's like in a, in a market where you don't buy a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and you see one ad for it, mm-hmm. like you'll say like, oh, like an ad for it, whatever. But then when you like go to pick something, you're just going to pick the first thing that comes to mind. And what's going to come to mind is like what you know of, like it's what like you just heard, what you just heard, like, mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's incredible. It, it's it affects people more than they more than they think it does i think um so it's interesting to think about yeah yeah wow yeah so that brings me to this um do you think everybody wants to be rich um or what does it mean i think people want to be rich still but i'd like to think that hopefully by now people have smartened up to the idea that that's not everything like i feel like enough celebrities have come and gone and enough people with money have like ended up miserable to know that that's not it but in some ways people are still in love with that fantasy because uh-huh. you just want what you can't have so i don't know do you what do you think well i think this is something i'm of course in a very different um place in life right. than you are right and i feel like um i don't really have a chance to get super tr- rich anymore right if even if i wanted to but i'm thinking more in lines like um i am rich but right I'm like rich in, in a very different in a different way, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah i feel like people think that if it isn't money it's like it's nothing but yeah. it's like there's other ways yeah it's just not as clear i guess yeah, yeah. I want to say that people who are, are sort of happy and content with themselves right. are really rich. Yeah. To just Money be able to be by it. yourself. Like, that's amazing. To, like, just be so okay with everything you feel. Like, even just to be anxious. Like, to be fully with yourself. Uh-huh. With everything you feel and yeah. not feel like... And just be okay with it. Yeah. Oh, that's, like... That's my goal in life. And the other thing, Alvaro, is yeah. that... If you get to do what you like to do, oh, then it's then life is just a game. 
I've been always able to do what I want yeah. to do. Oh, that's amazing. And, it, you know, I hear, I see so many people who just go to work. Yeah. And they just do it for the money. Yeah. Oh. Because they have to, right? Right. And, and it's it's hard because, and that's, I think, why I'm scared of having, like, a family and everything is because you really anchor yourself in a lot of ways because if you can't provide for your family, then it's, so, if, like, if I have a kid right now and I haven't even really found what I love, I'm going to have to stick with engineering because it's the most viable option for me to be able to provide for my family, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's just... That's kind of why I want to wait. I want to really wait till I'm like, I'm like more content with, um, like myself in general. Like I'm content with myself now, but I just so I can. I want to find a way to provide for myself financially in a way that I like. Mm-hmm. You know, people think people think you just have to settle and just like take a job, and that is such a load of garbage. Like you just have to be creative enough. Yeah, I agree. To just like find something that's funny and fun and make money from it. You just have to think, you have to just like put enough attention into it and something will pop up, you know? So I'm just, I'm still on that journey. I'm still trying to like find those things, but I'm 22. So like I'm I'm in no rush. Yeah. Don't settle. Don't settle. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. I can't imagine going to work every day and hating what I do. No, 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 no. Oh. No, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Explore. Oh yeah. Try that's what I want to do. Try I want to do different things. things. Try many things. Right. Right? Yeah. And remember, you have the you have the opportunity to live in Spain. Mm. Yeah, and that really opens some serious doors. I know. Cuz once you're in Spain, you're really just in Europe. Yeah. You can go wherever you want. And oh, did I tell you this? Oh, of course not. Why would I have? Uh, my mom wants to move after Violeta graduates college to yeah. Spain. She she's does. like she's looking at a place like uh, some apartments in Spain where? in in Getafe right in Madrid like right where my family is and it's right by the T and like she just wants to like live there because like she'll be closer to her family uh-huh. but it's I think financially it's like such a smart move oh yeah I think we should keep our house in Lexington and just like try and rent it out or uh-huh. tear it down build a mansion or whatever and then just go to Spain and just like let people live in our house in Lexington and then we'll have like the whole world opened up to us because we'll be in Spain and we can take trains to Germany and like all these amazing yeah. places, you know? Yeah. Have so. you been to Barcelona? No, that's the ah, one part of Spain I haven't been. Favorite place. I've heard the architecture is incredible. It's unbelievable. Have you heard of Anthony Gaudi? Oh yeah, oh, I've been there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've I bet you heard that. a lot about him. Yes. Yeah, La Sagrada Familia. Yeah. Yeah, that gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. It's so beautiful. I gotta go. I, I think maybe maybe I'll try to convince my mom when I go in the winter to go to Barcelona because it, I bet I could take a train there. I'm sure. That's, oh yeah. Well, if the COVID is in a yeah. okay place, that's the COVID dependent COVID dependent. As Barcelona always. was bad. I know. I bet it was. Yeah. 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 What'd you like most about Barcelona? Oh, I love the, um, I don't speak Spanish like you do, uh-huh. but I love the atmosphere. I love the, the way the people are, um, relaxed it right. felt relaxed right i loved the food oh. of course i loved the you know the all the gaudi every right. single building that he but it's the culture it's the culture it's the culture people are different there yeah yeah it was more relaxed yeah i felt right they understand a little bit some a little bit more about work-life balance yeah than people here yeah 
Uh, people here don't know what they're missing. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <know. laughs> Six weeks vacation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, I think my favorite memory of Spain has always been like, uh, there's this plaza in Madrid that's just like in the middle of the city and you just kind of walk in. So all the streets that lead there are like not car streets. Like they are, you can drive, but nobody ever does. Uh-huh. So everybody's just walking and they're uh-huh. all cobblestone. And yeah. so you like walk in and this is massive plaza with like a uh-huh. massive fountain in the middle and all along it's like cafeterias, coffee shops, like souvenir shops. And at night people come out and they just like sit down and like have a beer, have a couple of like sandwiches and their kids just go play off in like the plaza and there's like fireworks and it's just so so like nice there's like this sense of community that's so uh-huh. beautiful uh-huh. that the u.s just doesn't have people here are not in tune with each other like like how close are you with your neighbors here well oh maybe uh, you're close because you're a pretty special person uh, well, so. <laughs> i have to say that having einstein uh-huh. that my dog oh that brings people that in. that brings people in and when this water damage happened last week uh-huh. one of my dog walking friends was walking Einstein and when she came back I said come right. on come come downstairs help me right. what's going on I turned off the water she said let me call my plumber wow and then I went out and said another wa- dog walking friend went I said Jeff can you come in and help me move the furniture so I had oh that's so nice right that's awesome I'm glad and you so can these, really bring people together like these that these animals yeah help. oh they're amazing that's why I want a dog they help you be i mean i've met so many nice people i know my neighbors mm. you know sort of right well but the dog walking friends right are like you know because you only attract good people with dogs or Actually, mostly good people like because what kind of person sees a dog and is like oh like i want to pet that dog and they go up and they like they go pet the dog like only people with like a soft heart do that yeah. kind of thing you know what i mean yeah. especially yeah. einstein yeah and yeah it's easy to start talking to people. Right. What's your dog's name first? Right. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. You know, if you don't have it, how, it's hard. It's like they would think maybe that you're weird. If right. You go and say, hi. Hi. Can we talk? I'm your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me with my furniture? <laughs> That's very true, though. It really is an amazing icebreaker. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So they, um, yeah. I. But I, I know what you mean. What do you mean about the community? Uh-huh. It took a long time right. to create it. And he definitely broke the ice there. Yeah. But the culture in Spain, it's on in another Italy, level. Yeah. it's in a different level. I don't know about Germany. I don't know People anything don't about Germany. People don't go so much out. But I think the southern countries, They're more, France, right. Spain, Italy. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the interesting thing is that um, when I've been in Italy and I've observed people it's like the men gather together yeah right in uh-huh. a plaza right and the women gather together maybe huh. in a different place but it's it provides them like this social like almost like a therapy group right you talk about you can complain about your wives uh-huh. or you can complain about your husbands or whatever you know what huh. I mean? that's so special it's like a barbershop it's like a bar yeah yeah right that's and, awesome. and you talk about of course, you're so much younger, right? And you don't have your own family yet. But you're talking, observing about these people, 
sitting and their kids playing and you know same thing right it's like you get to process things right rather than you go home and watch tv right that's so special right it's an interesting subject i, I mean i know community was like very important to people like martin luther king and yeah that's true and i, I that's another thing i thought about it's because like because like you know how i said i wanted to be like an urban planner yeah um so like that's all great and all but like sometimes i think about like what can i actually make like happen you know uh -huh. what i mean and so like an urban planner is tough because like you gotta like sign permits and like you gotta get a license you gotta do all these things to like l l get people to let you do things uh -huh. but if you just like i was thinking about like what would happen if i just like went up to every neighbor on my street and i said this saturday night just make a dish. Just bring it to my house. Mm -hmm. Like we'll set up tables all in my yard. Yeah. Just bring something. You can eat everybody else's food. And just like everybody came. Like mm -hmm. just like that. That's it. And mm -hmm. you just set up some lights, some chairs, and like just let a people just party. show. Yeah, literally. And you could like, mm. and it wouldn't be hard to shut down a residential street. Like because it's it takes a lot less traffic. Mm -hmm. So like you literally just do something very small like that, and you just bring like hundreds of people together that live so close to each other, and that can like help each other, and like you can make friends, and it's just like little things like that, you know. I just I would like to do something like that. I never actually ended up acting on that, but I thought it was like a very good idea. Like if I just set up some lights and then like put up some chairs and just like went out and invited like a hundred people like would they show up and make a meal and then like have like a get together and you just you try all these different types of foods you know what i mean yes i do i think there are people who've been doing those things mm. you know but if it was every block or oh, every neighborhood the that world would make would, it it would be amazing yeah. oh it would just make like our corner of the world so special you know? Yeah, does that happen in um, college? Do kids? Um, do you guys get together and talk about things, or is it just your like immediate, like close friends? Friends. Oh, interesting. Well, there's kind of different. There is like a party culture. Yeah. So that's always great. Like, and especially in freshman dorms. Oh. Because okay. freshmen, when they come in, they have like this social anxiety. Like they just. You can totally tell who's a freshman because they're just always in packs and they're always because they need to be with people. Otherwise, they feel like they're being losers. Uh -huh. um, so freshman dorms like they open up a lot. And so some dorms are lucky enough if they have enough enough people that are willing to take that step. They'll just open their doors and people will just come out on Friday night. They'll just like go out and they'll just drink in their dorms and get to know each other. And that stuff is so special. Um, but some dorms like mine was not like that because it was an upperclassman dorm and a lot of those people were like juniors and po and like already grad students. So they weren't looking to make tons of friends. So it was really tough. Like I would literally leave my door open. And one day we literally played chess in the hallway uh -huh. so that we would force people to talk to us like so that they had no other choice. And even that didn't really take so yes and no to answer your question uh -huh. like there are it just depends on the group of people you get because uh -huh. sometimes you can really make that happen uh -huh. but sometimes people just want to stick to their own thing and they don't want to make it happen and yeah. it's it's too difficult but freshman year i was not as good at making friends as i am now so mm -hmm. if i went back i'm curious if i could make something happen 
You know, if I can just go up to every door and be like, look, this Friday night, just open your door. We'll just all get like hammered, like just do something fun, like talk or whatever, you know. Um, So it might be it might have been me, you know, like maybe I could have done more. Um, So it's hard to tell. Mm. But there is, I think, like I think you could do more. It would be really, really, really special if they could close down Calm Ave, which Uh is like our street. Yeah. And just shut it down and like make a bunch of like cool things like put up again lights. Lights really bring things together for me. I don't know. I think they really change the atmosphere. Set up some lights and like have a bunch of clubs like bring set up stands Mm -hmm. and a bunch of food trucks come and set up shop. And all these like people with like their own businesses come and set up shop and just close down the street and it just everybody go crazy. You know? And just like once in a while the trains go by and like that would be amazing if there was just a massive party on Comav. That would be like incredible. But I don't know if that would ever happen. So what would be the result of that? Uh, ideally. Ideally? Mm. A very, very special night. Okay. Just because there's a lot of people that come together in one place. But uh-huh. also friendships, connections. Uh-huh. Um, it would help small businesses if small businesses came, uh-huh. you know. Um, and it would also just make BU a better place. Uh-huh. Like that community, those group, those campus wide events, mm-hmm. that's what makes schools great. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they realize that. Mm-hmm. I think they think they just have to provide like the basics mm-hmm. and like some things. But if they put more effort into that, people would come to BU and they'd be like, wow, they just shut down this whole street and had a party. That's sick. You know what I mean? And then more people would want to come and they'd be more willing to pay that hefty tuition fee. You know, it would make school more worth it if they invested in the culture more. But I don't know if they really noticed that, you know, I, it, it would help everything in every single way. You know, hmm. it's interesting. to think So about. how could you how could you influence that? How could I make it happen? Well, I don't know if you can make, make I don't know if you can make it happen now with the pandemic. pandemic. Right. But when the pandemic is over or even just to put the seed the thought someplace, where could you go? To, who could you talk to? Well, if you were going to do something like that, you would definitely need to talk to like probably the city of Boston, like because it's a street, like that's their street. <laughs> You would need to talk to them and get a permit to shut down the street. And then you would have to talk to BU probably and get the okay for that whole thing to happen. And then you'd probably have to get everybody on the same page. I think that's the hardest thing about a party is you have to like make people all show up at once. And the only reason people are going to show up is if they know other people are showing up. So it would be tough but you'd have to have like a massive marketing campaign probably like ads everywhere. Like this Saturday, like calm, massive party, like everybody just come, like be safe, you know? So it would be really hard to make happen, but if something like that could happen, it'd be so special. And then it would become like a tradition and then it would just make the school better, you know? Cause community really does make college better in every single way. So, yeah, I really hope they put more work into that because they're kind of lacking. Our oh. sports suck. Like, we only have hockey, and uh-huh. hockey sucks. They're terrible. And nobody really – go. people go to the games, but not that many people go to the games. It's not that crazy. It's not like Penn State where they have these massive tailgates for parties. I mean, sorry, for football games. And everybody just comes, and, like, they bring grills. And, like, that type of stuff mm-hmm. is on another level. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, so how important is that? That type of stuff. I mean, truth be told, I feel like it would just be people getting drunk together, but I think it's important because it would just help people get out of their shells. Uh-huh. If there's something for everybody to do, uh-huh. you know? Um, and that's so important, especially after a year of COVID because everybody's been by themselves uh-huh. and they need that. Is there a little bit of like a hurdle to go over and and uh, is there fear about getting together and getting sick? No, not really. Right not now. really? Not right now. I People are doing, like they let us have guests and stuff. We just can't throw like a massive party, but that's yeah. normal. Like you can't just throw a massive party yeah. in your dorm. Yeah. It's it. The fear is very non-existent right now because they haven't raised the alarm. Uh huh. So right now it's okay. Okay. But I don't good. know. Yeah, we don't know which way we're going, right? I know. It's really up in the air. I think people think it's like over, but it's really not. It's like so not over. I don't know if I can handle another shutdown. Oh, I hope we don't need to do I that. I know. You can handle it if you have to. Well, yes, but. I don't know if the economy can handle it. I don't know how many shutdowns an economy can handle. How many That's times true. can an economy just stop? I don't know. You're right. So it's interesting to think about just because, I don't know. Things seem to be at a pretty critical point right now. So um, I guess we are still divided with the people who believe that the vaccination is a good oh, idea yeah. and people who don't. Yeah. I guess so. So I don't know how that's going to affect. Yeah. I think the vaccination rates right now per state, like like in the Northeast are like two-thirds. So most people have, but it's still like a pretty low number considering mm-hmm. how, how how long the vaccine has been available. Yeah. I know. We do. We are stiv- divided on it. It's tough. I so don't what know do you I, think about it? I don't know. You honestly. had to get vaccinated. I had to yeah. get vaccinated. I didn't even think twice about it. My I mom, didn't either. My mom was scared of it. Was she? Yeah. She just, she was like concerned that because the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine were both mRNA vaccines, which is like a newish type of vaccine, that it was like a risky yeah. thing to do, which is fair, I think. Um, so I don't know. I think people, yeah, it's just tough because people are just do what they want and you can't say anything, you know. Like Right. Do you know people who are refusing to get vaccinated? No. I don't. Really? Because my whole school has to be vaccinated. Yeah. I but have, I bet in the south. Yeah, and I have two brothers that refuse. One of them. What's their reason? He doesn't he well, I guess same as what your mother was being afraid of. That it's not researched enough and right. um, he doesn't want to risk. Right. And, um, you know, you're, he can't be forced to do that where right. he is. But um, I'm not sure, you know, what the consequences will be. Right. Because he's taking a risk one way or the other. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, it's hard to weigh those those consequences yeah it's tough also because like i feel like i have a responsibility to other people well that's the other thing that i'm thinking that's part of the reason and it's really i just wanted to hang out with my friends like it's so selfish but i just wanted to like hang out with my friends i was like fuck it i was i don't know if it's selfish 
if you want to, I mean, you can't. We can't have her gather together unless unless we're all some yeah. of us. Are. Right. I still work with the unpop unvaccinated population every day. Waldorf. Oh, I bet Waldorf has a decent amount of parents that are like. Well, I have uh, none of my students are vaccinated. Really? Well, because oh, they're wait, so yeah, young. Right. How? Wait. How? Uh, sorry. How old are they again? Um, eight and nine. Okay. Yeah. What's the like policy right now with eight to nine year olds? They can't vac- get vaccinated. Oh, like just legally, they mm, just can't. They can't. It's not approved yet. Right. So, but um, what I hear from the pediatric doctors it is that that age group usually, if they get it, they get it very mild. Right. So, but interesting. They can still pass it on. Right. Ms. and I continue to talk about COVID, and a couple of topics came up that were a little bit private and a little bit sensitive. So I figured that I would keep this little snippet of the episode to myself. I hope that you don't mind. Now back to the podcast. So mm. you're going to tell something there while I'm going to go and walk and get my drink. Sounds good. Yep. A solo monologue? Yep. Oof, a lot of pressure. I don't know yeah. if I can handle it. No, <laughs> I should give you a question. What are you you know, I feel like I feel like about? you're... I feel like you're honestly kind of leading this conversation, but I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's great. I, yeah, it's awesome. I'm good at my trade. Yeah, I think so. It's working. <laughs> I would like you to talk about uh-huh. um, two things. Yeah. Trumpet. Oh, gosh. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. What does it mean to you these days? Oh. Um, in one word? No. Two words? Much more than that. Next to nothing. Really? Yeah. I I've thought about. I you can go fill your drink, but I've thought about going. I've thought about picking it up because uh my roommate is a musician, so he's like, yeah, man, bring your trumpet, we'll like jam. And I've thought about it, but I haven't actually done it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, wrestling. Um, well, unfortunate. Well, I do. Okay. So I wrestled in high school, obviously, and it was like a very special sport to me. Um, but I didn't try to take it to a collegiate level. I didn't think I was good enough, I guess. Um, but I'm glad I didn't because I probably would have lost love for it. Um, and so when I went to college, I joined this jujitsu club, which was actually really cool because it was just this super chill way of wrestling where i didn't have to like meet a certain expectation of conditioning or anything so i could really just wrestle for fun um which is which i'm realizing is like the foundation of like how to be good at something i don't know i think when people think about like combat sports and stuff like that they think that you have to be super serious and super disciplined and be very hardcore about it but you're better at those sports when you're playful and when you're like just messing around and having a good time because that's when you're more creative and loose in the mind um so in a lot of ways i feel like i've evolved a lot as a wrestler so yeah it's it's a fun sport you should try it sometime to anybody whoever listens to this if it ever gets listened to All right, I filled the silence. Oh, I did. Yeah. 
I had some of my acting skills from eighth grade take over. Awesome. Oh my god, remember the sound of music? I do. Did I ever tell you that that was my first kiss? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't. Yeah, it was. And it was which weren't the girls that I wanted, but I'll take it. (laughs) That's so sweet. I know. It was a fun play. That's so sweet. And you were so good. Mm. Thank you. I think sent a recording of the play or something like a couple of years back to a Facebook group with all of us. Oh, she did? Yeah, like she found it or something. I gotta, I gotta ask her for that again because that's very special. Oh, yeah. That was a good play, though. Yeah, that was a really good play. Yeah. Now, um, we're talking about the urban planning and we should probably mm. keep the keep um, mm. the class together somehow. Mm. Maybe? How so? You know, have a who knows is there anybody who is in this area me and miss neva end up talking about my dating life i didn't really feel comfortable sharing this information with you guys and so once again i'm gonna keep this little snippet of the episode for myself i promise that this is the last time i interject into the episode and i really hope that you enjoy the rest of it what about you though tell me about your dating life No, I don't have a dating life. What are you talking about? I, I live with Armand. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. The the Armenian jewel. 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 Jeweler. Ju- jeweler. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I just figured out. About Armand? Yeah. I hope Armand comes home and you get to meet him, but he probably doesn't. It's just crazy that I'm talking about your dating life. I'm talking about <laughs> my teacher's dating life with my teacher. You know? <laughs> Like That's okay. those aren't topics you cover in and first year. I've never grade. had beer with you before. That's either. true. This is also a first. That's the first. I've also never had dinner with you. Uh, oh, you haven't. In Hal and Holbert, maybe, or like the yes. eighth grade trip, maybe. And and also at your dad's restaurant. Uh, oh, you came to my dad's restaurant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or maybe you went there. Maybe it was only parents. Maybe, yeah. It could be that it was only. Parents. Maybe, maybe I was just shy and I went we, back to no, the basement. No, we all no, we all went there. Oh, okay, okay. You were probably not there. Okay. That's right. Could be, yeah. This could be, you know. First, we'll a lot of firsts tonight. tonight. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We should probably do this more often. Yeah, I'd like that. So, who would you like to add next time to the car to the mix? Oh, a person. Yeah. Um, think about it. That's tough. And we should also we could also have a topic that that we want to talk about. Or if this is fine with me, mm. the the flow is yeah. pretty good. It's interesting. Like sometimes I think about like, like I want to plan topics, but I also don't want the conversation to be too structured mm-hmm. because I think when it's too structured, it's just too formal. Things are just not fun to listen to. You don't have to have that. I I don't feel like you need a topic. You could just yeah. flow. Because when I told people about this podcast, they were yeah. literally like, "So what's the theme? Like, what is it?" I'm like, yeah. "What are you talking about? Like, I'm just sitting down with people that like I know, and then uh-huh. I'm like talking about important, yeah. or just things that I talk about with them. Like, it's it's there's nothing being put on here. It's just me and my conversations, you know. Uh-huh. Which I think makes it fun because every episode is like something different. Uh-huh. You know, there isn't like it's not like a cooking show, like or like I'm not like. Every episode isn't something predictable. So like I get I get that like if every episode is different, you won't want to listen to every single episode because just some of the guests just won't 
jive with you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But that's okay. Cause I'm just doing this for fun. You know, like you don't have to yeah. listen if you don't want to. Um, so yeah. yeah, but I think the Waldorf class will love to listen to this. I, to this. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. Well, if we, yeah, we'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll take a listen to it and I'll send it to you and okay. you can just like take a listen and see what you think. Okay. You know, and then I have the editing rights. Yes. Yes. You have the editing rights. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But it would be fun to, it would be really fun for you to have a podcast yeah. where you had a short conversation with as many also of our class. Right. Right. Because there's so much history between us. Yeah. You know? And, like, I don't know. There's just, you know, the, even though I spent a lot of years with that whole class, there's people that I didn't get to know at all. That's normal. Because you were so young. Right. Like, I got to know, like, a good amount of the guys, but, like, like, I never got to know. Uh-huh. I don't really know anything about her. Uh-huh. She went to my high school, too. Yeah. And little bit because our families were close but she was always kind of quiet did you hear uh, oh so cowling what's up yeah about her makeup yeah yes. she started a, her own mm-hmm. brand yeah she did yeah good for her yeah. and she like got it uh she got a store to like actually stock it she did yeah what That's a go-getter awesome i love shit like that she's always been a go-getter really i kn- I, I didn't know because i didn't know her that well i yeah. guess yeah so well, I have a little granddaughter who is a go-getter. Oh, really? She just started three days ago in the news- nursery. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Wait, how, how old? Three. Oh, my God. <laughs> but not Waldorf, right? Yes, yes. Oh, Waldorf. really? Yeah. Do you think she'll be, do you think you'll get, is this your last round of teaching? Yes. Okay. Yeah, For sure. I think so. You don't think you'll change your mind? Uh, well, I don't think they would hire me after that i would okay. be too old how, don't you think you don't mind if i ask how old are you i'm 62 right okay. now i will be if i go through this class i yeah. will be 68 well biden's like 70 something i know and he's got the president of the united states i know but you know what yeah i have other things that i want to do oh <laughs> that's right what do you want to do um i want to travel oh. i want to um garden mm. i want to um have sort of like no schedule life for a little bit That's i would fun. like that i don't know i've I've never had it because then every, not work for right. me because everything you do is what you want yeah which is very nice yeah so so long as you find something to focus on yeah like it'll be really special because just yeah. you don't do things you don't want which is like great yeah it's like summer life when you're out of school. Yeah. You know? Although I like I like school. Yeah. I like what I'm doing. Right. I'm just like I was telling you, I'm lucky. Yeah. You're lucky if you like what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I have a question. How much how much do you think luck plays a role in happiness? Luck. Hmm. You mean lucky. You're lucky because you are healthy. You're lucky because you... Mm, like... Where you were born? Like... It, like. Yeah. Do you like, think if you end up happy, like, it was just by chance? Or do you think that, like... 
like really everybody has that potential, but they just didn't like, cause I was having this topic, I was having this debate in like a class of mine and like, we were talking about like, to what extent does luck play a role in happiness, uh-huh. you know, or like is, I guess happiness like self determined, you know, like, can you just be happy, you know, mm-hmm. or do you have to like get lucky with like either your environment or just who you met or just anybody that led you to happiness, you know? Well, um, I think you could see, you could take this in so many different ways. I right. feel like I'm completely fortunate right. to be born where I was born. Right. Right. That's number one. I got, that was luck. Or was right. it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't know. Um, so that one thing, that's one thing. But then, are you, um, are you happy about yourself? Are you content about who you are? That's not lucky. Right. You choose right? those things. Yeah. Or you work on those things. Right. Right? To at least get closer to happiness. Yeah. yeah. So uh, those have nothing to do with luck. Right. Right. So there's like an ele- so you're saying there's like an element of luck, but at the same time, like yeah. a very large chunk is yeah. not. I mean, hey, are you lucky if you, you know, you meet somebody that you really like and that works out? Right. Or is that destiny? Right, karma, right. or is that coincidence? Oh, that's so hard to decide. Because I was gonna say, like, how do you know if something's luck, or if maybe you just built that for yourself in some weird way, like you did something good and then it ended up coming back around? That's interesting, isn't you know? it? Yeah, isn't it interesting? It's hard. It's impossible I think, to know. I always think that what goes around comes. Around. Oh, you used to say that, and it, I, I believe that so wholeheartedly. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you get stuck in that cycle someplace and, you know, then you need to work on it. What do you mean? Like, not that you can, what goes around. I mean, hey, you can get angry at somebody. Right. Is somebody else going to get angry at you or something like that? Those are just also part of life. Right. Of course. Right. And you need those, you need those things to learn. That's true. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, the interesting thing is that um, the older I get, the more accept. I mean, I feel like all feelings are acceptable uh-huh. and necessary. Right. So you don't get as so don't shut down. Right. Any of them. You don't react as aggressively to it, whether it's resisting no. or yeah. like seeking after yeah. emotions. And then you find somebody to talk through what things would bother you. Right. Somebody you can trust. You know. I do. I, I'm starting to feel a little bit like that. Like, like I don't know. I meditate a lot. Like meditating is you kind do. of like something that I, I care about. Yeah. And like, I think something that people think when they start meditating is like, they want to get rid of like the things that they don't like feeling like fear and anxiety and all those things. Um, but like doing that or trying to get rid of those things just puts you in more, of that like that's not how you get that's not how you like escape those things it's you escape those things by just like accepting them and just being okay with like a little bit of anxiety like you're on your way to school and you just you just get this wave of anxiety and you're just like okay like you're just okay with it and in doing that like you're able to be present with it and not trying to 
resist it. It's so crazy though because you, like you think you're you think by like focusing on your breathing, you're being more present. Mm-hmm. But when you do those things, when you focus on your breathing, you're trying to get away from something. So it's like you're trying to get away from something by being present, but by doing that, you're not being present. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying about like just accepting like feelings and just kind of like, like they're necessary. Mm-hmm. Like it's so true. Like mm-hmm. just to let them simmer and to be able to be present with them is mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. So I agree with you. Long story short. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. I have one more question for you. Go ahead. Um, how do you think that I've changed? Like, I don't know, just like overall. I'm curious, like, because you've just known me for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wonder, like, how you view me now versus how you, like, used to see me. I don't know if that's. So, do you think you have changed? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, how do I think you have changed? It's a loaded question. It's a very loaded yeah. question. I have to say that um, you probably um, you're probably more f- centered yourself uh-huh. because you were because of the age, right? Right. Right. And you probably are, you know yourself and you're accepting yourself and right. you know how to calm down or, or right. add the energy right. when, you, when you want it, right? right? But, the, but the deep down, you're just the, you know, the sweet, energetic Alvaro that I yeah. always do. That's great to hear. Glad that didn't go away. I hope that stays there till the end. I think it needs to stay. Yeah, I think so too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, life is boring. Yeah. Like I said earlier. Yeah. I I don't know what's wrong with me, or what, it's nothing wrong with me, but I always felt that it's I love the kids who have right. the high energy. Right. It's easier for to you know to bring calm them, down them down than to bring them up. Then. To bring up kids who don't have any. Right. Right? Right. So, we were a good match. I think so. <laughs> you had the temper to control me. Oh when my you God. would stamp your foot and your face would get all red. Alvaro! <laughs> I would never do that anymore. Oh, really? Oh, no. I would do completely differently. Oh. But that's who I was right. then. Right? I remember that so busy. When you did that, the whole class was like, oh, my God. Alvaro. We need to shut up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it was funny. I mean, it, it's funny now. It was not funny back then. We were like, oh, shit. Like, this just got real. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though. You just didn't take no for an answer. Really? Oh, no. Oh, no. You wanted to do what you wanted to do. Yeah. Just like you do now. But now it's completely legit. Right. now, Because now, like, when you're older, there's less people to tell you no. Yeah. And... We had a big class, Alvaro. Yeah, we did. Honestly, 26? We 26. Yeah. That was a big class. It is a big class. What's How big is your class now? 17. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's fairly, different. yeah, that's fairly smaller. Yeah. Thank God for Madame Steiner. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
still there. Yeah, she's got away with the energetic kids. Oh, yeah. Because she's very rooted. Like, I don't even know what her background is, to be honest. Like, is it teaching? Like, is that what she, like... Do you want to know what... Yeah. She's an engineer. What? Really? What kind of engineer? Ask her. Okay, I will. I think she's an engineer. She studied sciences. I'm pretty sure it's engineering. Wow. Math, for sure. It's crazy that she ended up in teaching, though. Yeah. Did she do engineering for a while and then do it? Or ask her. Okay, I should. Do a podcast. Yeah, with, with her, her. With Miss Steiner. We can talk and all about the unicycling. Yes. Yeah. You can start from that. Right. Yes? Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Mm. <laughs> Fabulous idea. I think both of you guys would be a riot. We'll have her here. Next yeah. Time. That'd be fun. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's something we could then yeah. do for Waldo. Yes, very much so. Good. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad I came. <laughs> I was too. nervous to come. Were you? Yeah. Cuz I, I just wanted the podcast to be good. Like I I I don't know. I I like Is it going to be good? Yeah, I think it is. Like I I just Like I think what makes a podcast good is like when you like really listen and you like really mm-hmm. like try and take away something from a conversation. And so like what makes this special for me is like I feel like if I can really master those two things, like not only can I learn a lot, but also I can like help teach other people a lot of stuff. Cause if I like, I, I another thing I wanted, like I, I my view, vision for the podcast was talking to like people that like maybe people don't talk to. Like it would be really, really cool if I could talk to like a homeless guy or a Republican or a person of color, like people that are just on another, in another world. Mm-hmm. And just like bring mutual understanding to that, mm-hmm. I think that that would be so great to do, you know. So this take these as your practice rooms. Yeah, very right? true. Yeah, very true. But you're very personable. It's mm-hmm. very easy to talk to you, really? and you're very willing to go, you know, places right. with yourself. So right. why wouldn't the other person too? Right. 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 Huh. Thank you for saying that. That's yeah, nice you're you welcome. Yeah. I mean it. Yeah. I bet you do. You're honest, so. Well, I was also nervous. Really? Before. Yeah. I was like, I have no idea how this is going to go. Right. What am I going to talk about? Right. I was worried. I was like, because I was like, on the way over, I was like hungry. I was like, if we have dinner first, are we going to talk about everything before <laughs> we get dinner. to the podcast? We just like get to the podcast. It's just like quiet. Like we're like. <laughs> We already talked about everything. And like when I got to your back porch and we were like already talking about like catching up and like I know. all this, I was like, oh, this is the stuff I probably wanted to record. I was like, oh, I guess we'll just talk about something else then. Yeah. But we did. We found, a, we have plenty of we other did. stuff to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we could more. Yeah. But it's. Oh, yeah. It's. What time um, is it? It's only like 10 after nine, but I have to. Oh, no, that's perfect. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going out with my friends after this. So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not getting to work. I'm no, g- no, I'm no, gonna I'm go play. No, I'm gonna go to bed. So yeah, I get up at five. Oh my god, five! That's brutal. Usually, yeah. Damn. Five Why? five thirty. Okay. What do you do before class? I usually read the stories that I'm telling beforehand, and then I don't like rushing anymore in the morning. So I want to eat here. And mm, then rushing in the morning there. makes everything worse. And school starts quarter of eight. Right. So it's solid two and a half hours. So half, 25 minutes earlier than before. Right. So I got to be there by 7.20. Right. That's awesome that you give yourself that time. I believe in that too, that routine. 
Yeah. Like I get up early and I get up like an hour and a half before my classes and I do yoga and I meditate nice. and then like I'll take a shower and just like, and then I guess I just get to have breakfast slowly. Oh, there's something about not rushing in the morning. That's just great <laughs> in every single way. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for All being right. on my podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else you'd like to say? Any like yeah. outgoing message to yeah. your listeners? Yeah, I love you. Oh, that's awesome. That's all. Yeah, that's a great one.